Welcome to Global Yoga Flow Podcasts. In this podcast, we talk about Patanjali, his story, and what he symbolizes. Patanjali brought us Ayurveda, the medicine of yoga. He brought us scripture, the sutras, and the yoga pradipika. And he also brought us asana to clarify mind and body. Let's start with the invocation to Patanjali. Take a deep inhale. Yogena chitasya padena vakam Malam sharirasya chavaijakena Yopakarotam pravaram muninam Patanjalim pranjalir anatoshmi Abahu purushakaram Shanka chakra sidarinam Sahasra shirsam svetam Pranamami patanjalim Hariyom So Patanjali was born to an elder yogini who really wanted a kid. And she was praying for a child and holding up a handful of water to the sun god, asking for this child. And into the water dropped a tiny snake from the sky. And the snake emerged as a small child with hands folded in prayer. She named him Patanjali, Pata meaning fallen, and Anjali meaning a prayer mudra, hands folded in prayer. So really a beautiful name, Patanjali, fallen with hands in prayer, sometimes shortened as fallen prayer. So Patanjali in Hindu iconography is depicted as having the lower body of a snake and the upper body of a man. And the lower body of Patanjali is often drawn, um, coiled three and a half times, and there's significance to that. The three coils represent the gunas, uh, sattva, rajas, and tamas. And the half coil represents the liberation from the three gunas. And the three sounds of Om are also represented in the three coils of Patanjali's lower body. The A, the U, and the M. The half coil representing the silence in between the Oms, in between the waves of creation. Patanjali's upper body has four arms and he usually has three tools, or uh, you might say weapons, in his hands. One is the, the conch shell, in which he uses to blow and make a sound calling uh, students and practitioners to wake up, calling them into focus. And he has a chakra or a discus in another hand, and he uses this tool to uh, slash through doubt and unworthiness um, and to break up the tamasic sludge. And if you're familiar with the three gunas, tamas is that gooey, earthy, slow, dark 
uh, and sometimes stuckness, a dull mind, a heavy or depressed body and spirit. So the chakra is like a martial arts disc and can slice through the sludge and get us moving again. And then the sword is uh, usually by his side or uh, held in a uh, belt. And the sword is also to tame the aspects of the mind or the consciousness. Emanating from Patanjali's head are several snake heads and they come together creating a fan arching over his crown, helping to focus the mind energy, and also to protect his mind like a mantra would. But the many snakes represent the way that the mind can be scattered and just want to go off in all directions. And these snake heads coming together and creating a hood over his crown and actually turning their noses down towards his forehead represent the collecting of the mind and the focusing of the mind inward. And also the venom from the snakes is representative of how often what feels like poison to us is turned into the element that can purify us. And just thinking about how the practice feels like poison when we first move a tight or sleepy body into some of the asanas, and then later, as the body is awakened and purified, the asanas actually feel like nectar. And, and even in um, homeopathy, you start to understand how a little bit of the venom or the poison can help awaken the body on how best to guard against it and heal from it. And so there's a strengthening and a purification that comes from the introduction of a bit of venom. And that's also what the snake heads are representing. Patanjali has four arms, and, and two of them are, are holding the, the conch and the discus, and the other two are folded in prayer. And Anjali Mudra, as you may know, is not with the palms pressed together like uh, Namaskar. The fingertips are pressing lightly, but there's a little cupping or um, opening as the center of the palms pull away from each other. And this mudra is representing the individual soul and its connection to the one spirit, to, to the, the single soul we all arise from or single source we all arise from. And they come together in union as left and right hands touch in this way. And the five fingers represent the five koshas or veils um, filters, we, we might say, that the uh, source energy moves through to become the, the jiva, the, the individual soul. And you might be familiar with those. The, the thumb representing the universal is the ananda maya kosha. And, and that's the deepest 
layer. The, the, that's the nectar at the center, the bliss body, Anandamaya kosha. And then we go to the most dense, the Anamaya kosha, the index finger, the, the physicality of our bodies. And then the second finger, the pranamaya kosha, the flow of life force energy that is uniquely our own, our own prana, our own style of love. Yeah. And then the Manomaya Kosha is the ring finger representing that. And, and that's the, the layers of our intellect, mind, and consciousness and ego. And then the uh, Vijnana Maya Kosha is the pinky finger. And this is our, our intuition or um, deep wisdom. And so symbolism even to the finger pads <laughs> with Patanjali, really a beautiful iconography. And Patanjali, again, his main offering to us is to call us to lead pure and noble lives. And, and that means joyful lives as well. The conch calling out to us to guide our minds towards sattva and to alert us to be ready for obstacles and creative in turning them into, into opportunities. And the discus to slash through the, our disempowerment, right? our lethargy our tamasic sludge and doubt, so that we can be effective and fiery and kind and creative human beings. And then the hands in prayer reminding us that we are both individuals but also indivisible from source energy. And the snakes coming out of the head helping to focus the mind and also protect the mind from negative prediction and spinning into worry. And the snake body reminding us that we're rooted in the three gunas and moving our energy through the rajas, the fiery growth energy, and arising from the earthy tamasic energy, seeking that sattvic balance of both. So Patanjali, we're so grateful for the gift of the asanas, the gift of the sutras and the pra yoga pratipika, and also, Patanjali brought us Ayurveda, the, the healing, the medicine of the yoga lifestyle. And so we'll close again with the invocation to Patanjali, offering gratitude for offering so much that we benefit from on this illustrious path of the yoga lifestyle. So we'll start with an Om. Yogena chittasya padena vacham Malam sharirasya chavaijakena Yopakarutam pravaram muninam Patanjalim pranjalir anatoshmi Abahu purushakaram Shanka Chakra Siddharinam Sahasra Shirsam Svetam Pranamami Patanjalim Hari Om